Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Pregnant? What do you mean you're pregnant? What if these words were coming from a teenage boy to a teenage girl he was engaged to, and they had never even done more than held hands, and now she tells him she is pregnant, and she expects him to believe that she has not done anything with anybody else, and he knows it's not his. Okay, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about right here at Christmas time. Can you imagine what Joseph must have felt. We always talk about Mary and the beautiful Mary. Did you know that your baby child? We love the words to that. And we want to know, did she know he was the son of God? Did she know that she had been chosen from all women on all the earth during all times of history? And what about Joseph? How could he be expected to stay with her, especially during those times, and especially being Jewish? Their faith and their tradition was so strong, and she was an innocent, pure virgin, 13 maybe, 14, by what the records would say, and yet he could not believe she expected him to say, oh, well, uh, yeah, the, the child's mine because he knew it wasn't. What? This sounds like a fairy tale, doesn't it? And you know what? In a way, it really is, because it's an angel tale. And when Mary was told by the angel that she would be overtaken by the Holy Spirit, and that she would conceive a child, and that he would be the king, the savior that they had long waited for because of her faith. She said, well, I have one question. How can it be? And the angel replied, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And she said, so be it. And then she might have thought, I am chosen of all women to give birth to the Savior, the Messiah. And immediately she probably thought, "Uh uh-oh, what am I going to tell Joseph? He's never going to believe this. And most teenage boys would not. But Joseph said, first of all, he thought of divorcing her. And then he said, to keep you in good stead, and to make sure you still have a good name, I will marry you, and then I will divorce you. He didn't believe her. And you can't blame him, can you? I mean, really? Okay, I know that some of you have long ago suspended your questions and belief about such issues biblically, and yet many of us still have question. And why did it happen this way? And how was it Mary? And how did Joseph come back around eventually? Because we know that he did stay with her. And he raised not only Jesus, but other children, according to scripture, brothers and sisters. But that one particular incident was the night that Joseph himself was visited by an angel. And in this visitation, this dream, you might say, 
The angel told him, Joseph, this is so, and you are to be the father of Jesus. And he was just as convinced as his espoused wife, Mary, who now was probably showing with child. Can you imagine the stares and the pointing and all of their friends going, yeah, right, uh uh-huh, it was an angel, they didn't do anything. Yeah, right, you're still pure and holy, right, Mary? She probably got a lot of that. Maybe not like that, but I'm sure Joseph did from his friends. And they were saying, are you still going to marry her? Are you kidding me? Well, he did, and they did, and that's why we celebrate Christmas. God asks us to step out in faith and believe that he so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, Jesus. And at that time... Maybe, you know, we would say, well, couldn't he have done something differently? Couldn't he have just been transported here to earth and he wouldn't have to come in human form through a young teenage girl? But because he had to experience life as we live it to know what it feels like, we can't possibly imagine what it's like to be a a cat or a dog Unless you've been a cat or a dog, we can't imagine what it would be like to be a child if we had not been a child at one time. Jesus had to come as not only God incarnate, but as man, fully human, fully experiencing all of the feelings physically, mentally, emotionally, maybe even spiritually to begin with, because he stayed behind at a temple one time when they were on a trip, and when his parents couldn't find him, they said, Jesus, didn't you know we would be worried? And he said, didn't you know I must be about my father's business? And he was, even at that young age. I think Jesus knew Maybe from the beginning, I don't know, Scripture doesn't tell us, and we don't hear any more about him through his teen and 20s until he's 30 and beginning his ministry. But Mary had already stayed with Joseph. Jesus had brothers and sisters. One time they had come to visit him at a place where the house was so packed they couldn't even get to him. And they sent word, say that your mother and your brothers and sisters are out here. And he said, who are my mothers and my brothers and my sisters? They are the ones who follow and support what I'm doing for the Lord. So to speak, I paraphrased a bit. But at that time, his brother James may have been the one that believed the least. I mean, think about it. You've seen this kid that you've probably gotten into fisticuff fights with. You've probably picked on each other. He was younger than Jesus because we know Jesus was the first child. But James was a scoffer. He didn't believe until Jesus began his ministry. And as it turns out, James became one of the lead apostles and believers and promoters of Christ. And he spread the word throughout the years he had left. And he was even crucified in a similar fashion, maybe even upside down, according to scripture, because he so believed, he knew 
that his brother, quote unquote, was only a half brother because he had known the human side of him and he had known the God side. I know at this time of the year when we hear that song, Mary, did you know? Some of the words in there by Mark Lowry are so profound. Did you know that you were holding this little baby that would be the Savior? Did you know that when you kissed him, you had kissed the face of God? How could you ever reconcile that God chose you? Mary knew it. She believed it and she received it. And guess what he says in scripture, my friend? He says to us today, you didn't choose me. I chose you. If you knew that God had chosen you above all others, wouldn't you respond? Well, you're not above all others, but you're included with all others. He said, whosoever believeth on me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the best gift you can allow yourself to receive this Christmas, my friend. The gift of God incarnate, allowing you to receive the power of his son who loves you more than life more than life because he died for you and every sin you ever committed was nailed to the cross with him and he forgives. You ask, what about future sins? He will forgive again and again and again. But the more we know him, the more we read his word, the closer we draw, we can only believe that we are the whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's right, my friend, eternal life with him and to be reunited with all of your loved ones who had received Christ before. Wow, what a gift here at Christmas. Won't you allow yourself to do that? It's as easy as we tell children as ABC. A, we have to admit that we are sinners, and it says we all are. That says in Romans, not one of us has ever led a sinless life except for Jesus himself. That's the A. Can you admit that? I know when I do jail ministry, my girls hold their hands up and go, yeah, that's why we're in here. And B, can you believe? This is the hard part. Will you just step out in faith this Christmas and believe that God so loved his son, so loved you, that he wanted you to experience life in and through Christ, and this is where we get to have an abundant life while we're here on earth. Oh, I thought I was having a great time partying and playing and drinking and smoking and toking and running and ripping and until I reached the end of my life, so to speak, literally. Some of you maybe have just been down, depressed, diseased. Maybe you felt helpless. Maybe you've wanted to end your life as I did. And I said, what have I got to lose? Okay, God, if you're really real, if this Jesus guy really did die for me, I'm going to step out, especially here at Christmas. I'm going to believe that you chose me, even me, the worst sinner in the world, the hardest heart in the world. You chose me to be one of your children. I'm going to believe that, God. 
and I'm going to confess it with my lips. There's your C. You have to admit you're a sinner, believe he died for your sins, paid the penalty on the cross, and now you're going to confess it. Here's what I do with my jail women. Just repeat after me. God, thank you for choosing me. No, I don't deserve it, but thank you that you said in your word you so loved me that you sent Jesus to die for me and pay the price. So I'm going to step out in faith. I'm admitting I'm a sinner. If you're really real, you already know that. And I'm going to believe in your son, Jesus. And I'm going to trust that this Christmas, the gift of life, new life, abundant life, and everlasting life will be for me, as well as those who have told me all about it. And what a great Christmas of 2023 to know that there, Lord, you died for me. And it's in Jesus' name. Pray it, my friends. Believe it. Receive it. I promise you, you will never regret it. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.